On today's episode of GMGM Market Talk, a lot of discussion about the recent price action across crypto and NFTs, specifically with Solana pushing higher, upcoming Solana airdrops like Pith and Jump, with Pith trading on KuCoin at 70 cents on the dollar. We also discussed briefly Ethereum losing its argument as ultrasound money, and this episode was in partnership with Gaiman.io, an upcoming cloud computing gaming project on the Solana blockchain that rents out PC GPU usage to AI companies as a business generating revenue. On top of this, their NFT is minting for 75 United States dollars and rewarding holders with their upcoming token and giving a variety of different rewards to participants that stake the NFT. And if you want to learn more about it, we broke it all down throughout the episode. If you want to tune into the episodes live Monday to Friday, 8 a.m. Eastern time, Monday to Thursday, 5 p.m. Eastern time at Easy Eats Bodega on Twitter. But let's dive into the episode. What is going on, Web3 ecosystem? We are back again for another episode of GMGM Market Talk, breaking down what we're buying, what we're selling, where we're making money, where we're losing money, and everything in between. And we got a lot to talk about. This episode is in partnership with Gaming.io, an upcoming mint at the end of the month, backed by an actual esports team. They own the Gaming Gladiator. Their Web3 gaming platform has 250,000 downloads in their crowdsourcing GPU sharing. We're going to dive into everything that they've got cooking, what the benefit of the NFT is, what the organization is, and so much more about halfway through the episode. But before we do, we got to dive into some conversations, some things to discuss, some things with the market. The Pith token, I believe, is now trading on one of the many random exchanges at about 70 cents on the dollar, which is making people a ton of money. So it seems like that airdrop could be worth a pretty penny at the current moment. On top of this, there's still a lot of positive price action, largely led by altcoins at the moment. When I say altcoins, I'm not talking those meme coins. We're talking Solana, AVAX, Celestia. Dude, even Prime is cooking right now, so the gaming token run continues to get stronger. It's not too shabby. Not too shabby across the board. NFT volume is stagnating slightly, just a smidge, but things like Mad Lads, Clanosaurus pushing yearly all-time highs, if not USD all-time highs, if not Solana all-time highs. So certainly a lot of volume across the board. And is ETH losing its argument as ultrasound money? Had a conversation last night in which people said, uh, yeah, this this ETH thing, I'm still bag holding it, but it's just not doing anything. It's just It's just sitting flat. I was like, yeah, I don't know, man. My salamis are going up. I don't know how to feel about that. So that sucks. That sucks. I wish you luck. I wish you luck. But hey, let's dive right into it. Let's take a look at the volume, the metrics, the analytics, the data. We're down to about 35K Solana volume, which is 2.2 million United States dollars. Buyers at 3.65K. Sellers at 6.5K. Unique wallets at 10.7K. Top collections, Mad Lads at 90, up 7%. Board Ape Solana Club Collection, what a name, up 50% to 1.26, Quex up 12% to 16, Bodago's back down to 3.3, Famous Fox at 22, SMB Gen 2 at 68, Aurori at 15 after teasing their new gameplay, announcing the portal opens soon, November, I think 16th is what they said, to, so tomorrow, showing their characters, their avatars, and mentioning a monster-based battler game in which you can collect what they refer to their monsters as nifties. Great name. SMB Gen 3 at 5.21. Asset Dash at 3. Borioku Dragons up 11% to 22. Breathing life and fire back into the Dragons. As we take a look at the one-hour trending chart, Cradle's Crystal Pass under 0.01. Anomalies at 0.07. Captains almost above 5. Michelin 
Explorer Club at 0.15. Doe Pepin. I don't even know what the fuck that is. 0.05. Oh, it's Simpson O'Peppins. They're a little late on this one. Nounish Punks, 0.08. Trekkies, 0.08. Ether, 0.13. Top Collections, nice little healthy mix of red and green up here. Board Apes, 29.8. Mutant Apes, 5.6. CryptoPunks back to 60. Moonbirds over 2. Azuki over 6. Pudgies, 5.16. D-Gods, 3.25. Other Deeds, 0.62. Parallel Avatars up 60%. Fuck, dude. I literally said these feel like a goodbye yesterday and the day before. Now up 60% in the seven-day change up 85%. What the? I'm so mad I didn't buy this thing. What the fuck? Sofa Makers, 0.13. Miladies, 2.41. Clonex, 1.35. Pixelmon, 0.72. Let's dive into it. Bunny, Frisk, Manny, how we living? I don't think you said I, that. I'm literally on record. I don't I'm remember. also on the NFT Morning Show. I would remember to say I'm on the NFT Morning Show saying it and on, on our show saying it on Monday. I do both of those shows, dude. I didn't hear it. I didn't hear it. That's all I'm saying. What have you? What are you buying? What are you doing? I'm making a sandwich. What? It's eight eleven in the morning. Yeah. What kind of sandwich? And my son needs a sandwich for school. Idiot. Yeah. Yeah. Idiot, dude, I swear. Dude, what kind of sandwich? By the way, this is that's the second Simpsons derivative I've seen come out this week. Guess what, dude? You missed the window. <laughs> Crazy concept, you're two weeks late, Chief. <laughs> like, maybe in the bull market that would have worked. <laughs> what are people think? I don't want your shitty Simpson project. Two weeks too late. What do you think that conversation was like? Like... You think they were just sitting around a table like, dude, we did all the art. We have the smart contract. Do we just do we just ship it? <laughs> no, they probably came up with this thing like super last minute, is my guess. Oh, so like you think they came up with it yesterday? Yeah, I just think that they're really bad at, at grifting. Oh, dude. You know? Yeah, just bad grift. Bad grift. Frisk, what's going on? Uh morning. Bunny, I hope your sandwich is good, by the I way. I don't. I'm not eating it. Why not? It's not for me. What? It could be. <laughs> yeah, if you use your imagination. We <laughs> uh, <laughs> 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 fucking just said that. <laughs> oh, we're doing all right. Remember what I said yesterday? That flux is done bad enough to the point where it's either like a cut your losses or double down. It went up. And I, sorry. Oh, I, did I not say that to you? I said it's Yeah, but now it's up. Uh, yeah, exactly. And so I, I did neither. And uh, it was definitely a double down on, on it. So now it's up. I'm still fine holding my bag, to be honest. I'm, I'm cool with that. But yeah, we're up. It's almost up like, I think, 2x off the, almost 2x off the bottom of where we, we talked about it. So damn. I mean, obviously that 10% tax isn't cute, but you know. Uh, still, it's pretty good. I did not receive a single donk airdrop. I don't know if anyone has yet. I don't know if it's ever going to happen, but I don't think. Bro, they yet. made a tweet. They're gonna have some claim site. Calm down. It's at zero. So why the fuck do you care? Uh, shrimp. Jesus. I don't Christ. know about you, but twenty dollars is twenty dollars, shrimp. Dude, I don't even know if it's worth twenty. I don't think it's gonna be worth twenty dollars. <laughs> like, for it's like you, you you sound like the people that kept asking for a peep airdrop when it was down to like four bucks. Like, come on now, bud. I know you're you got a little bit more money than that. No shrimp. Four dollars is also four dollars. 
Jesus Christ. Christ. This this is why Solana will always be called Jeters and Pores. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. Who was it that tweeted? But someone tweeted it yesterday. I think it was Kook, but whatever he says is yeah. Uh speaking of airdrops, I feel like I need to pull a Karen and speak to the manager of Pith because what the I fuck? don't have it either. Calm down. I, I, I will be as mad as I want to be, shrimp. Okay. I have ten thousand. Yeah, all right, fine. Are we just measuring dick sizes? No, that's great. I have zero. Are we happy? Cool. All right. Trade more. Win. Remember when everyone was bitching about the bonk airdrop? Yeah, I will, I, I will bitch about that one too. Why don't I get it? I deserve it. Why? Because I like what money. Is that too much to ask? Fuck. Frisk, you'd fucking dump that shit so fast before it ever hit all-time highs like you did with the bonk you just got like two weeks ago. Yeah, and it would still be profit, and I'd still be happy with it. Is that too much to ask? I don't think so. I like money. Do you not like money? Great. Abraham, bitch. <laughs> I, oh, Jesus, I, I'm, man. I'm muting him. Anyways. Yeah, that's fine. Thank you. I'm, I'm just really curious to know, like, what the actual requirements are, because, like, as much as I'm, like, shitposting right now, in all seriousness, like, I was talking to a friend who literally left, like, pretty much during the entirety of the bear, and he's like, I have four wallets that qualified, and, like, one of them I hadn't touched in over two years. And I don't know what I could have done to qualify for it, but I did. So I'm very confused right now. And then, and he's like, I was talking to friends who trade shitcoins almost daily, and they don't have, like, any of their wallets that qualify. So I'm just very curious to know, was there, like, an app that we had to use? Was there something, like, was there a DeFi protocol that, like, maybe I did, just never connected to? I don't know, like, what the, like, what it took for this. I, it just, it, that's, that's the thing that bugs me, is, like, I wish I could have known, like, what it would have taken. You know, the bonk airdrop thing or like the most recent bonk claim, it was like, cool. It was an open book thing. Um, like that's what you had to be connected to. Jupiter, we all know it's about volume revolving, like the volume you spend on Jupiter. That makes we sense. Think. We think. I, yes, we think. We, like we can speculate that much. No one knows, with, or maybe someone does know about what it takes to like qualify for this pith airdrop on any of these chains. So I have, I, that's the thing that I'm like, I would love to know is like, what did you I have an article? Did you read I it? I read it. What was in the article? I can't remember, but I already knew that I didn't. <laughs> oh my god, you are so all useless! The stuff they said it was stuff that I didn't do. You had to be in like Discord, have a Discord roles. There was like, yeah, there was other stuff like, and there was something about like qualified. I think programs that use the Pith network that you traded on and did stuff on, stuff like that. There's, so, yeah. what are those networks? I don't fucking know, dude. I You literally read the article. Yes, I read the article and I realized that I didn't do any of it, so I stopped. Well, I think reading. part of it is like leverage trading on chain is a big piece of it because Pith uses an oracle, so it's like a price point. And it's basically anything that's Yeah, probably Drift or Cypher. Cause I'm trying to think like what I used, and those are the main ones that I use. Okay, that makes sense, to be honest. See Frisk? Don't don't what? don't do don't don't do that. Don't don't do that. Manny, don't. what's going on? Dude, Crest is fucking sending, bro. This shit hit 35 yeah. cents, dude. It's insane. I thought I was late at buying at five, and now it's at 35. I think we build a base here, it shoots to 48. And if not, it's gonna fucking piss missile back down to 14. But bro, if this thing goes to 14 cents, I might have to like liquidate half my portfolio and fully allocate it to this thing because 
the thing is, is you have to break it into 2K clips and then put that in individual wallets because you'll get um, the PK networks or whatever airdrop in quarter one of next year. And they're all part of like the big data protocol with Ocean and like all of these big data nerds love this thing. So I think that's why it's sending. Are you buying any Celestia? That's my real question. No, there's some other stuff I'm pretty into. There's like Cubic and then like pretty much anything that's on that super sketchy decks that I've been retweeting. I'm like trying to get that and then some other stuff. And then I've been, oh, I'm waiting for this head and shoulders to finish on CLSK. So then I can buy more of that like, like clean energy mining stock or whatever. Manny, what is the like 15 second shell for uh, Cubic? It's some fucking new rat chain for AW or for RWAs or whatever. And like it doesn't work well, so people can't sell, so it's pretty bullish. That that works for me. It's like ultra high friction, dude. It's super hard to use. And like there's very few people who will put in the work and effort to figure out how to get some of this thing. And the second it's listed on like a tier two exchange, this thing's gonna send. Mm. That's the real alpha. So where do I buy it? Uh, safe dot trade and uh it doesn't really sound safe it's not at all bro they went they went down the decks went down because so many people were trying to buy cubic dude they like they almost ddos their own website but with organic traffic because like they're doing like a million plus in volume every day if not more Jesus Christ. Okay, we'll take that. Let's hit MB. Then we're going to dive into the beat breakdown. Then we got to dive into this conversation with Gaiman, which I am very excited for. MB, what's going on? Good morning. Good morning. There is a lot going on in the world of art. Uh, X copy is okay. flying off the shelves as usual. Uh, Matt Deslores, another crazy sale. In terms of active stuff, I would look at the, um, what's his name? William Mapon with the verse drop. I think it ends today. It's been up for a couple of days. But Mapon is hot shit. And uh, Orcon had a dip in price. It's a good time to get in if you wanted to. And Winds of Yarawana is still incredibly overpriced. That's MB. Well, thank you, MB. You know? We're going to everyone's favorite on the street. Freshly grown, never ground. The man, the myth, the legend. The beat himself. We got the beat breakdown. <laughs> good morning good morning on wednesday november 15th we will get right into it the crypto greed and fear index we are still in greed but it has dropped by nine points we are riding at 60 degrees today the nft sentiment remains cool but we are up one degree from yesterday in at 29 top crypto search term is republic ticker sign rpk top nft search is disney pinnacle Dominance for ETH and Bitcoin are both down a touch. We saw the crypto market, it's seen a recent dip. Some people are saying it's just a routine correction in the bullish trend. Don't worry about it. We have the ETF that everybody's waiting on, just the fact that it hasn't come through. It's why people are kind of just mad with the whole market. Um, market cap is down 6% overall. Nah, yeah, it's, it's, it's like midweek. Just, just give it a minute. We'll be back. Hex Trust has just opened their doors in Dubai for an exchange. It seems like everybody is opening exchanges in Dubai as they get ready to take over the crypto landscape. Mints today on the Ethereum side are actually, a, we have 15 mints today, which is 
about double what I've seen in the 15? past two months. So minting today, we have everything from Starbucks to DGen Distillery and Norman Rockwell Studio Sessions, all worth looking into. OpenSea users face a, hish, a phishing campaign. And it's funny, I was talking with a dev earlier, and this campaign was set up to kind of target developers. And one of the interesting takeaways I got from talking to this dev was, when this guy signs up for absolutely anything online, he creates a new email address for absolutely everything, and he keeps a record of it. And when I was talking to him, it seems really interesting because the blockchain is kind of moving to where you're going to be able to register for things on chain activity with an email address. And once these email addresses get compromised, he said it's a big downhill. Yeah, it's, it's, it's just a, a, a downhill battle. So he literally new email for everything. So it's just an interesting way to play smart in this. Yeah, in this landscape that we're dealing with. We have a new game that's come out from this sporting store. It's called Decathlon. It's called the Rock Rider Geo Coaching Game. It's like Pokemon meets, I don't know, go rock climbing. And they, they, they've hidden NFTs in certain boxes at different places in the world. And you can go on this adventure and, un, and reveal these NFTs. So it's pretty interesting. The Central Land Music Festival goes live. They have over 80 virtual native musicians and music-centric games. There's a big push from the Japanese consortium over there they're yeah rolling out some new japanese games so people are excited about that we had the immutable x imx token it is well known for gaming it has been on an absolute tear it's up 140 percent rebounding from the bear market they just announced a collaboration with ubisoft that is keeping it in everybody's eyesight and dairy queen has just partnered with weirdo ghost gang for a pop-up nft store in china it's just kind of cool because they've come up with their own ice cream. And if you hold the NFT, you get the ice cream for free. So it's just an interesting mix of physical and digital. That's how we're rolling on Wednesday. And I am sending it back to you in the studio easy. Keep your adventure pants on. Boom. Oh, man. Just another absolute banger by B. Day in and day out. That's what we're here for. That's what we're all about. But we got to dive into the partner of this episode, Gaming.io. And discuss what it is they've been cooking up and what it is they got planned for the future. Gaiman, it's great to work with you on this. What is going hey, on? Hey, man. Yeah, it's great to be here. Uh, there's a lot going on right now. It's crazy. It's mayhem. But it's uh, it's like organized chaos, if I can keep it at that. <laughs> How you doing? I believe it. Doing well, doing well. So could you give us the elevator pitch on what exactly Gaiman yeah, is? Yeah, cool. Uh, so, okay, Gaiman is effectively a pretty big business. Uh, what they've done is they've built a gaming platform uh, that doubles as crowdsourced GPU sharing. So they figured out that with the exponential growth of AI around the world, the thing that's lacking is the output of GPU production to actually power all the AI, AI models. So currently the biggest problem in the world is is that for AI, uh, for, sorry, AI models. Uh, and Gaiman solves that by effectively tapping into the GPU power or the graphics cards, uh, if you will, if you don't know what GPU is, that's what it is. Uh, of gamers around the world uh, by getting them to download our platform, play our games that are already live on the, pl live on the platform, such as GTA 5, Minecraft, Rust, uh, and other games as well. Uh, and then when they're playing, if they have spare or unused GPU power that they want to share with us, we help them monetize that. Uh, all they do is they share it with us, we upload it into our uh, we upload it into our cloud effectively and then on-sell that onto AI companies for rendering services and powering uh, LLM models as well. Uh, we then take cash back from the AI companies for completing that service and we send it back to our users who shared their GPU with us 
uh, and we actually give them 90% back of what we receive. Uh, yeah, and that's pretty much the elevator pitch uh, just there. Actually, before I first, before I stop it there, I will also tell you that we do own the third best esports organization in the world. Uh, and when I say third best, uh, we actually received that at uh, the Gamers 8 tournament. Uh, it was effectively the biggest esports tournament in the world. Uh, in the past year, we've won uh, five T1 majors. Uh, we just came second at the TI Dota 2 International, uh, sorry, tournament. And then we also came second at the Fortnite Championship Series a couple of weeks back as well. Uh, our company is co-founded or invested in by uh, a billionaire, the guy that, uh, his name is Ross Mason. He effectively uh, created MuleSoft or founded MuleSoft and then sold it to Microsoft for $6.5 billion. Uh, and yeah, that's a little bit about the uh, business itself. I can jump into uh, any other questions around the NFT that's coming up and how the token utility is tied into it as well. Yeah, definitely want to talk about both of these things as well. I saw as well, one of the key things was you have over 240,000 downloads. What exactly is this app that's been downloaded? So the, the 200, over the 250,000 downloads, that's actually our gaming platform. So this is, this is effectively our platform that desktop gamers download. Uh, they then go onto there, they open up the app on their desktop. Uh, it acts very much like a Steam or, uh, or any sort of gaming platform that you would be used to seeing. The user interface is pretty awesome. Uh, and then with a simple click of the button, very much like clicking or toggling on a flashlight on your phone, you can actually switch on the monetization option uh, on, the on the main dashboard. And you can toggle up and toggle down how much GPU you share with us as well so that you don't over overpower your computer or you don't burn, it, burn anything out. Um, yeah, it's, it's actually... Quite amazing how it works. And you can download it right now at gaming.gg. See, that's awesome. So already rolling that out live now, large web two audience. I guess my main thing then would be like, how are you going to kind of bridge that gap between web two and web three if you already have such a large existing web two well, audience? That's the cool part, right? So with that 250,000 downloads that we have, uh, we actually do top the charts on DAP Radar, right? So we are multi-chain. Uh, we, we come second on DAP Radar in BNB chain games for highest uh, daily active users for on-chain activity. We come first in Marketplace on BNB chain, and then we come top 10 overall for Marketplace, just behind Magic Eden and, and OpenSea. Uh, and the NFT Marketplace is not the main business model. It's just a part of the platform, which is pretty cool. And with that being said, even though we top the charts of on-chain activity on DAP Radar, right, and we do quite well there, the kicker, and this is the thing that leaves everyone drop-jawed, is 99% of our audience or our, of our downloaders are all Web2 natives. They have no clue that we run on Web3 tech. So I don't know, I guess as a result, if you will, we are the literal definition of mass adoption that everyone's been talking about for the last couple of years in the Web3 space. Uh, they, it's so everything that we do on the blockchain or with the blockchain is so seamlessly built into the background that people don't realize they're using Web3 tech. We actually call NFTs on the platform DGAs, which is digital gaming assets, right? We don't use buzzwords like blockchain or anything like that. We don't use Web3, nothing like that, right? It's just a gaming platform that uses blockchain technology purely for the means of what it's meant to be used for, uh, in terms of like the token sense, which is to help facilitate fast and easy transactions. So right now we actually pay people back in USDC, right? But that's actually problematic because, you know, like paying USDC into different ta local tax economies around the world, there's just a lot of friction behind that. So we are releasing a token shortly called GMRX uh, and that's what we'll be airdropping into users' accounts instead. 
No, that's awesome. So I guess that kind of makes me want to pivot into the NFT. But real quick, Manny, you had a question. Yeah, I just had a question around like the KYC since it's global. Like my immediate thought is like people using pulling down all these GPUs to DDoS stuff. Like, what are you guys doing to like actively mitigate against bad actors hopping on your essential bot network? Uh, do you mean like bad actors downloading our app and sharing their GPUs with us? Yeah, like because you can the Web two companies can buy GPUs from you guys to run LLMs, right? Yeah, people can buy computers. Yeah, correct. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. So, like, what are you guys doing to mitigate against that on the back end? Um, right, because I'm thinking of threat vectors that can take your token down. Because I'm actually pretty bullish on this, and I just want to, depending on what the answer is to this, I'm like, this could be really. Good. It's it is a real specific question. I'll be honest. Like, I'm I'm happy to admit when I don't know the complete answer around something. I haven't been asked it before, so I actually haven't looked into that. But uh, if this can like kind of put your mind at ease, the our head dev, who's also our head security expert, is ex special forces. Uh, oh, sorry, ex ex Israeli military um, cybersecurity. Uh, he headed up the division there and basically is uh, working with us uh, at the moment, which is which is pretty amazing. Poor guy is actually still in Israel uh, involved in that mess. But uh, like in terms of security, like our, our thing is quite down. Like it's 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 on <laughs> it's on lockdown. Uh, we've thought of pretty much every scenario that can occur uh, in the last five years that it's taken us to actually build this platform. Uh, and as a result, you know, like I think that pretty much all scenarios have been like accounted for. I can't tell you exactly what it is that he's figured out in terms of being able to help with that. But yeah, like if I, what I can do is I can just DM you, DM you the answer at a later date or just in the next 24 hours when he responds. Bullish. Thanks, Manny. Bullish. Thank you. No, that's awesome. And great question, Manny. So I guess now pivoting into the NFT, what is the drop? When is the drop? What's the cost? The whole, all the logistics, the things people yeah, need to know. Yeah, cool. So minting end of November, um, uh, the cost is actually going to be in pre-sale, it's going to be $75. To be honest, we actually put it at 2.5 Sol a couple of weeks back when Sol was at $30. And uh, as Sol increased, we thought, well, we, we don't really care about being too greedy here. We just had a set number in mind in USD. Uh, so we've stuck to $75. And now that's actually come down to like 1.27 Sol. Uh, so that will be the pre-sale. We have actually already pre-sold about 30% of the collection to some private uh, investment groups. Uh, we will be then going now into some DAOs. Uh, actually got a couple of cool DAO uh, conversations just after this call that I'm going into, like uh, Dead King Society and a couple of other people. Um, but yeah, so uh, that's the cost for pre-sale. Public will be about $90. Um, in terms of like what you get for it, so this, there's a couple of things, right? It's quite... Quite, uh, it, it attacks two parts of the market. So the first part is uh, to just the average investor. Uh, if you buy our token, you get 100% back on what you spend on Mint in GMRX. Uh, you get that by staking your NFTs into our platform. Uh, and as a result, you get a 20% unlock at TGE uh, for the GMRX tokens that you can decide to stake and receive. Uh, and then as, as uh, you also then have no cliff and a 10 month linear vesting schedule. <clears throat> in terms of like, uh, well, so that's the first part. The second part is that we also target uh, all the gamers on our platform uh, and the gamers in Web3 as well through the second part of it, which is just unlocking hundreds of dollars worth of just different DGAs, or I should say NFTs in this space, digital gaming assets is what we call it on the platform. Uh, but you do unlock, yeah, hundreds of dollars worth of, of DGAs. Uh, you also then get uh, access to our Game and Gladiator team, eSports perks. Uh, we'll also put you in touch with the players themselves 
mind you guys, these these plays are like uh, pretty watched and well known by people around the world. Uh, we we actually amassed nineteen point two million uh, hours worth of watch time uh, at the Dota. Uh, sorry, at the TI Dota two. Uh, and that was the that was the most amount of watched hours by any team, which is which is actually pretty cool. Um, so yeah, you'll be able to get like access to them. Uh, also, like there's a couple of other perks that we'll have, such as IRL activations and whatnot. But uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. No, that's awesome, and it's it's interesting to hear that you're going to be giving back the equivalent in your token. How are you going to sustain that to try to actually make the value equivalent as well? Like, I know it's a tough question, but you said that you will be getting enough back in the token to essentially justify the cost. So, sorry, how are we going to sustain what, sorry? The game and token, you said that you're going to be getting back the rewards that is equivalent to the mint price that you're paying in Seoul yeah. in your token. Perks. So, the GMRX token. How are you going to be trying to sustain that value of the GMRX oh, token? Oh, great question. Okay, so uh, the way that we actually pay users right now is by buying USDC off the market from the money that we make in obviously our web two dealings with the AI companies. Uh, and then we buy USDC and we airdrop that into their accounts as we speak. Currently users are making anywhere between 60 cents and a dollar per day. Um, but we had a rendering job come in the other day. It was pretty big and users actually made uh, between 16 and $24 in a day, which is pretty cool. Uh, now when GMRX comes out, what we're going to be doing is buying GMRX off the market and then airdropping that into users' accounts. Now, the reason why that's bullish and it's a kicker is because you can actually use GMRX to do basically everything on our account, uh, on, the, on the platform. You can buy V-Bucks, you can buy DGAs or NFTs, you can buy a whole bunch of like merchandise, esports activations, all these cool things that gamers love. And the thing is, is that, just remember what I said before, 99% of our audience are gamers, they're Web2 native gamers that uh, have been advertised to and they've downloaded their platform and are playing it every day. So if you, you know, put yourself in their shoes, like, what do you think a gamer is going to decide to do with GMRX when they receive it? Are they going to be spending it on V-Bucks and funding their gaming habits effectively for free just for sh monetizing and sharing their GPU with us? Or are they going to be trying to sell it on the market, right? It's kind of one of those read between the line things. I can't say too much on a space, but uh, yeah. With, with that much buy pressure. Uh, so we've actually figured this out, right? Uh, and this is actually part of uh, one of the things that's pinned up in the space. It's actually the first pin. If you go to it and you check it out, we did a calculation and this was based on users only making 20 cents per day. Might, keep in mind, I just mentioned that they're currently making 60 cents to a dollar per day, but this was a conservative calculation. So at 10,000 daily active users, we have $60,000 worth of buyback per month. At 100,000, daily active users, we got $600,000 in buyback a month. At a million active users, it's $6 million buyback a month. So, and then it just gets more like 10 million users, 60 million. Now we're already doing times three to times five, uh, the numbers of what that conservative figure or what those conservative figures were based off. So that was 20 cents where we're already making users 60 cents to a dollar, which is pretty cool. Uh, so that's how we that's, that's how we massive. sustain it easy. So it's it's kind of like unprecedented. I'd, no other token. You guys would know this, right? You, like, I remember Everrise. Do you remember that token Everrise? And they had had the yes. Kraken, and uh, they would buy back all this B and B worth. But they had to do microtransactional sells in order to have the Kraken to pull, pile up a pool of B and B to buy back in the token and pump the price. Well, ours we, we actually 
ours is not Web3 based or anything like that. Like we use it for the pure sense of fast and easy transactions. So we're actually pulling all this money from our, you know, Web2 dealings into this token, which is a Web3 token, so that we can just pay the users for the service that they allowed us to provide to AI companies. Like it's, it's insane. The, the model has never been done before. And I'm, yeah, I'm just super bullish. Like if you look at those numbers, if we, get, if we hit 10 million, daily active users which is not not difficult to do right based on the games that we're bringing in and the team that we've got like our cmo owns breeze max web canada's biggest paid media agency he is on the forbes writing council has worked with like mcdonald's coca-cola you name it um he basically said we can hit a million to 10 million in the next one to two years uh, and that's not going to be difficult for us and if you look at the top 100 coins Right now in the top 50 coins, they all have a bill, like you have to have at least a billion market cap to, to be a top 50 coin, right? Uh, on coin market cap, if you go check it out. To be a top 100, it's less than that. But if you just go check out the daily volumes and like you, you look at the statistics around that and you take a glance at the numbers that I've just talked about, I, again, I can't say too much. I'm just providing, like I'm just providing points for you guys to go and check out. It, it just, yeah, it's, it, in my opinion, it's, I'm just, yeah, really happy to be able to share this. I, I got to watch what I say. So, yeah. No, absolutely. Ian, your hands up. You got a question here? Yeah, it sounds super interesting. I just, I'm also slightly smooth brained here. Like, I understand you're, you know, a hundred grand comes in from a, from a, a client that rents the GPU. You immediately convert that. 90 grand goes to the user's worth of token. You know, you bought the token. So then now 90 grand of GMRX is in user accounts and they want to buy V-Bucks. Don't they have to, like, don't you then have to sell it right to get, I mean, you can't pay Epic and GMRX. I, I'm wondering where the, what am I missing of the next phase there of like, isn't there another sell right after the so buy? So it depends on what or, they buy, right? Like there's a whole number of things. V-Bucks was just one example. Like there's, but when we actually have these servers, which we do right now, we have like all these different NFTs and DGAs that we call like a, a digital gaming assets that we're creating. Um, like we basically have a, I would say a forecast of numbers already in mind as to what people are going to be spending their money on. And typically speaking, skins, uh, different level unlocks, uh, different booster packs, things like that is typically what a lot of gamers do spend money on. V-Bucks is obviously one of those options, but the makeup of the bulk majority of the others is actually stuff that's produced by us uh, off-chain, just within our platform that we piece together for people so that those tokens effectively go to treasury when people spend those tokens, right? And then we have our own, you know, setup of different market makers in place um, and, and whatnot where we can actually, like, make sure that the health of the token stays viable. Uh, so... I, I realize that you're saying, wouldn't there be a sell after that? Well, that's only if they chose that one option, right? Even with merchandising and whatnot, like what you pay for RRP versus the production cost of any merchandise, usually you work on like a times five, uh, like value basis to, to actually make a profit. This is specifically speaking in e-commerce, for example. Um, now, so what I mean by that, let me sort of small brain that, that, that sounded too far-fetched. Uh, if you, if something costs you $20, like a chair, and you sold that for $100, that's the times five markup I'm talking about. So we might do some like, so for example, small sales just to make up the cost of that merchandise uh, and then be able to ship that out to users. But as a result, like that $80 profit would be going into the token effectively into treasury. I hope that makes sense when I explain it like that. Yeah, I mean, uh, I'd definitely be curious to see more of like, I mean, I think about, 
immediately I'm like, oh, I'm going to install this for my son. He will have his uh, token all day and then he will no longer bother me for V-Bucks. Um, but I'm yeah. curious, I yeah, guess that's the it. other side of, uh, <laughs> the, I guess the other side of that is like, that doesn't sustain token price. That actually is harmful. So I was just curious the percentage of, of the other way. Yeah, again, it, it, like I totally understand that point. And that's something that we've all talked about before, like uh, on a number of occasions. And it really just comes down to what offerings we have. Like, and that that's, I guess, up to us as a gaming platform to push forward different offerings to people to, as to what to incentivize them to do. Like there is, uh, I'm pretty sure there's uh, also going to be like gamified versions of like staking, which in a Web2 sense would be farming and things like that. So there's a number of different techniques that we'll be using to like sort of maintain specific token prices but yeah like effectively like the the majority of what we've forecasted has been stuff that we would be creating on the platform that people would be buying um but yeah v bucks is definitely a consideration and there's no doubt that if someone bought v bucks yeah we would have to put sales on on the token for sure how big is your team uh 90 uh, where are you guys 93 located? people this company is located in switzerland uh in zug i believe it's called zug uh and yeah we're actually all over the world uh, it's currently my 12.42 a.m. <laughs> uh, I have another space uh, or, a, or a Discord chat at two, my 2 a.m., but uh, moving to Europe soon to like be with the majority of the rest of the team. Uh, they're all based in specifically like around the, uh, Europe and the U.S. Thanks. Ian, that answer all the questions. Thanks for the questions. <laughs> yeah, man. Thanks for answering. That's awesome. Good, good luck. Thank dude. you. Thank you. That's absolutely awesome. But Gaiman, I wanted to just ask if you had any closing comments. We're past time here. It's been great to talk to you about the upcoming drop. And once again, do you want to remind the people when the mint is, what the supply is, what mint price is, and where they can go if they're trying to get access? Yeah. To it? So, okay. Uh, the mint is coming up end of November. Uh, we are doing a supply of 7,777, 30% or thereabouts over has been pre-sold already. Uh, we're into the next pre-sales phase, which is more to do with like DAOs and NFT uh, community. So if you do have, uh, connections with any of those and you want to be part of this please reach out and let us know um and yeah price of those pre-sales will be 75 dollars, no matter the change in soul right now that sits at 1.27 soul uh public sales will sit at 90 dollars, uh, no matter the price of or, or change in soul absolutely awesome and did you want to uh, ian you have one more question here Sorry to interject. I was oh, just going to ask, what, what, are the, what are the mint funds uh, for? Like, what are you guys planning to do? With yeah, them? great question. So, like, uh, obviously, the token launch is coming shortly after the NFT launch. Uh, we're in the latest stages of DD with uh, a few different exchanges. I cannot tell you who or which ones they are. Uh, when you, whenever you work with T1 exchanges, your terms of engagement really do come down to, like, uh, like you know, uh, everything is kind of like hush-hush. You're not allowed to say anything uh, just for all the different, like, docs that we sign with the NDAs or whatever. Um, so that's kind of coming soon, but we will be using the funds effectively to push into token marketing and listings as well. Yeah, like we are a company that are on track to make $7 million this year, um, just through like a number of different things that we're doing. Obviously the gaming platform is one with the GPU sharing, but our esports team earnings, our sponsorship earnings, all that sort of stuff. Um, but yeah, like as, as a business is a business, we obviously can see this as uh, you know, a way to like push some funds into the business to pay for certain things. But uh, overall, that's why we're not really get, being too greedy in, in terms of like like waiting for the price of sold to shoot up. We've just set a specific uh, number in mind. We were at 2.5 sold when it was cheaper. Now we've taken it down to 1.27 sold. So yeah, I uh, hope that helps.
No, awesome. And I appreciate you answering that. Any closing comments for the audience before we wrap? Um, yeah, look, guys, uh, I've speak to the core team every day. Uh, Martin, uh, Andrew, Calvin, Max, a bunch of them. They're all fully docs on the website. Go check out their LinkedIn's really uh, successful in their own fields. They tell me constantly that Blake, we, we want to be a billion dollar company. Um, and to be honest, it's always inspiring to be around people like that. They're guys that are like in their forties, fifties, they've known each other for like 25, 30 years. Uh, and what they're doing, I think is, is amazing. Uh, they've been compliant from day one, have won, uh, have been effectively selected or uh, amended by the Swiss gov to be, uh, in terms of like how, uh, I guess on track or on terms they are with like all the different legal definitions that they have to abide by. And so being part of a team that is like dedicated and driven to be one of the best in the world. And that's completely compliant with everything they do. I don't know. It's bullish. And uh, what they're doing here, what they're doing with the esports team, all their accomplishments so far, they're just moving at a like lightning, uh, lightning pace. And yeah, they're here, guys. They're live. They're right now. Mass adoption's here. And uh, yeah, we will effectively become one of the biggest gaming launches in Web3 in the near future as well. So looking forward to that. Thanks for listening. Thanks, Easy, for uh, having us. Appreciate the questions, guys. And uh, yeah, that's all. Absolutely. Appreciate you, Gaming, for partnering on this episode. It means a ton and great to hear more about what it is you guys got cooking up with your upcoming Mint at the end of the month. Appreciate you guys. Shout out to all the listeners. We will be back again at 5 p.m. Eastern time to wrap up the day. Have a good one. Make some cash. We will catch you next time.